Yeah, what's up, what's up? Don't worry, don't worry. This is not going to be a long episode, so I'm not going to waste your time. I'm not going to, you know, banter too much. I don't have I don't have it in me, bro. I, I, I don't have jokes. I don't have, I don't have it. I don't have it in me. Today is a, a difficult day. You know, 90% of Manchester United fans realize that we were not going to win this game today. We sat here and we just, you know, watched the game as fans. We support our team. We ride with our team. But deep down inside, we realized we didn't have a chance to win this game. So it's so difficult to feel this empty. And, and and feel this sad and broken over a game that we knew we were going to lose. We're like a an abused wife that sits there and we're constantly getting punched up by our, our spouse and we come back and then we sit there and then every time he punches us up in the face, we cry. Like, bro, what what do you expect? He's that's his, that's what he does. He punches you in the face. So why are you surprised when this day happens and he punches you in the face? As a matter of fact, the days he don't he don't dump you up, you'll be surprised. And the same way for this damn team. The days we actually play well are the days that we sit here and and we realize like yo oh man they actually won a game. I've been saying on this podcast for weeks, fellas, these these little last minute wins, these game saving performances is hiding the real issue. This team is in trouble. You know what happened to me earlier in the weekend? I realized we were in trouble because I sat here and watched um, Arsenal thump up Sheffield United, the same team. They were playing on their front foot against us. The same team that gave us problems last week was slapped up by Arsenal. So wait, I'm sitting here and saying, what do I, what do you expect from this damn team? What do you expect this team to do who struggles with Sheffield United one point in nine matches? An all-time record low. What do you expect from a team that does that? How can you expect a team to do, do to at least put together a good performance against Man City? Possibly the best team in the world right now. Sitting here, bro. You know what it feels like? It feels like um when I first watched start watching football and how Man U was dominant. We were that team where every week we just put players in back and forth, pause, and we sat here and we just dominated Man City. Like, who was Man City? That's why, like, now all these folks were Man most of these folks were Man City fans or Fairweather fans. Because when I first started watching the EPL, it was it was four teams. It was Arsenal. It was um, Man U. It was... Chelsea, it was the pool. Those are the main four teams that you saw repped. No one was a, there was a, there were no one was no Man City teams fan. 
it's towards the end when they had guys like Tevez and um, uh, what's that? What's that black Italian guy? Balatoli, whatever his name is. Balatli. What's that guy? I can't even think straight, man. I, I see him right in front of me. But that guy, Balatoli. I don't know his name. Forget his name. But that's when he started turning the corner. But back in the day, we just used to dominate these guys. Where like the the derby was like a, a joke. It was like a formality. And guess what? That's us right now. That that is who we are. When we play these games, and no one sits here and expects us to. We sit this game. I don't care who Pep puts in, who's not playing, who's not working. We get slapped up every single time. The levels between Man City and Man United right at this particular time is infinite. It's like it's like the difference between uh, uh, Floyd and freaking Jerry Cooney. We're Jerry Cooney right now. Man City's Floyd. There's no reason why we're in the ring with these guys. But it goes back to my point. Cats sit here and said, ah, it's a, and he has injuries. Man, go kick rocks, man. It's not an issue of injuries. Could somebody tell me what is our style of play? What is our structure? I don't want to hear anything about ownership. I don't want to hear anything about the Glazers, the Sheikh Mohammed guy. I don't want to hear anything about what's that freaking guy, Rat Face, uh, Rat Face, the, the the new guy who's supposed to get in twenty five percent. I don't want to hear anything about that. Can, can I tell you why I don't want to hear anything about that? Look at the Spurs. Or is is it is it? Are you telling me the Spurs have a better structure than Manchester United right now? Do you think Daniel Levy is a better better owner than the Glazers? Right now, they're sitting here at the top of the league. We're eighth. Yo, our, our gold diff is minus five, bro. Let's look Let's look down the list. You have not in forest, bro. Number 16, minus five. Brentford's a plus four. Chelsea's a plus two. We're a minus five, bro. So, listen, man, I, I, I tell you, bro, I, I, I sit here and tell you, I sit here and been telling you all this time, this coach is not the issue. It's not the one, bro. I've been telling you all this time, this coach is the problem. People want to sit here and make excuses. They want to sit here and talk about injuries. A lot of those guys that started today were bought in by him. Do, do you know what, what is the biggest the biggest frustration with this coach and what and that doesn't make sense, right? That doesn't make sense with this team. Mason Mount. One of our top signings in the summer was Mason Mount. And and what and what has he done? He doesn't have a place on the squad. He does not know where to play Mason Mount, man. He does not know how to play the guy that he brought on to the... Where is he going to play, guys? Like, yo, he brought this guy in and he has no position on the team. He fought... Oh, my God. Mason Mount was supposed to go to Liverpool. But he sat there and bid and, and, and brought the guy in. But he does not know where he's going to play this guy. 
What are, what are we doing here, man? I think he could make a difference. He could do something to help us out. But there's no spot on the pitch. The manager does not know where he's going to play. What the heck is going on here, bro? Mason Mount probably kicking himself like, why the hell am I on this team? Why the hell am I on this squad? What the heck? Bro. What the heck? What are we sitting here doing right now with ourselves, bro? We got this coach. Yeah, listen, whatever may be, whatever may be uh uh different I don't want to hear anything about no policy, no 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 freaking um no freaking um ownership issues. We have no help. I I, I, I saw a stat. Let's go down the line in this season. We got Anthony, 403 minutes played, no goals, no assists. Garnacho, wonder kid, 227 minutes played, no goals, no assists. Let's go with our, with our wonder kid, star sounding Holland, Hajlin, whatever the guy's name is, Rasmus. 420 minutes, no goals. No assist. You know why I can't pronounce his name? Because no announcer is pr is pronouncing his name because he's doing nothing right now. Until he starts scoring and we, we hear his name more often, then I will learn how to pronounce his last name. Hoslin, Rasmus, Hoslin. I don't know what his goddamn name is. Either way, 420, no goals, no assists. Let's check Martial off the bench. Huh? The French fry, the French assassin. Thierry, Thierry Henry part two. Part de, excuse me. 217 minutes played. No goals. No assists. How about Marcus Rashford? How about Rash Bappe? What about how about Rashi? How about the guy who never gets dropped? The coach, the teacher's pet, the coach's favorite guy. 761 minutes played this year. One goal. One assist. Dwayne Sancho, who only played 76 minutes. No goals. No assist. So between Anthony, Garnacho, Hajland, Martial, Rashi, Sancho, one goal, one assist. You kidding me, guys? Are you kidding me, guys? Where have we where has anyone sat here and said, you know what? Let's let's sit here. Let's sit here and 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 this guy has came in came onto our t our team. He's gotten better. Who? Who guys? What the frick, man. And you're gonna tell me. You're gonna tell me that this guy is the one. You're gonna tell me this guy is the difference maker. I'm I'm gonna rally behind this guy. No one's laughing now. Sancho. Sancho sitting here like he's like, yep. Ha ha ha. Yeah, I guess you, I guess I guess we gotta practice, right? I guess the issue is practice. As I went through the highlights of this game and went through this game, 
I'm like, bro, there's no structure, no, no, no direction. There's no idea as to what this manager wants to do, bro. I have no idea as to what this manager is trying to do, guys. I have no idea as to what the plan is for this guy. As we sit here and watch this, this disgusting garbage garbage every seat single freaking week garbage about garbage right now we're playing where we're going against fulham and i am not confident that we can even defeat fulham we, we turn on our tvs every week not knowing as to what we're going to get ready to see we sit here every single week, watch games, watch, turn on our TV. Over here, we get up early in the morning. We get up all this time not understanding what, we, what we're getting ready to do. We just sit here and hope for the best. We sit here and, and try to believe that something is going to be done. Dead, bro. Dead. And I'm tired of hearing like, oh, why? Why is Manchester United going to agree out for coaches? Just picking the wrong guys, bro. I think the latter two um, were not. I think the latter two, Ali and um, Ten Hag, were issues. I think Van Gaal and Josie just had raw, had raw deals where they weren't given enough create. Uh, uh, Power to do what they wanted and bring the guy that they wanted in. I think Ali and Ten Hag are just bad coaches. I think um, someone said earlier, they said maybe the issue is that the coaches have too much power because they're allowed to bring in who they want to bring in. Because all these guys that they brought in, all these 16 signings, half of those guys were brought in by the, by the, um, by the coach. They had a connection to him. They had they had a uh, they the, the coach knew them. So I'm I'm sitting here, looking, and maybe maybe um maybe uh dude was right. Maybe CR Sam was actually right. He so he sort of writing on the wall, and dude just sat there and was like, yeah, "I'm out. I'm going to the A raps, bro." He 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 understands what winning football was. He understands what winning culture was, and you're like, this ain't it. This this Mickey Mouse coach over here ain't the one. He needs to go back to Breaking Bad, start cooking dope, not coaching my team. So we sit here and and we look at that and we worry about that man. And we sit there, and these and these ninjas had the had the audacity to sit here and do a tribute to Bobby Charlton. I told this boy rolling around in his grave right now watching this team play. He's up there, yo. He's, he's telling God to take his jersey down. He's in heaven. He's, yo, he, he was like, yo, don't bury me in a man you jersey. He's up, he's up there wearing, wearing them, 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 them neutral like EAFC jerseys. That ain't my squad. And yeah, you want to say team got to suck it up and deal with it. Pause. But nah, bro. If you have a coach that doesn't know what he's doing, bringing people on and moving them all around the pitch, I, 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 um, I sit here and say, he's done, bro. He does not know what he's doing, bro. Go back to Ajax, bro. Go, go to Ajax. Go to a little mid-tier team, 
and and you sit there and you realize you know who and, and have fun this is not for you this is not for you you're not you're not him bro you're not big time do the players have something to do yeah has something to blame yeah but you sit there and you can do but so much man Sick would do so much with the squad, bro. And you have, and you have, and one of the prob- issues we got to knock them as well. Here we go. One of the issues we have to knock on him as well is the fact that he chose Bruno as captain. Bruno, Bruno is top, is first in the league of, of first, top guy in the league when it comes to whining and complaining. He has the most whines in the freaking EPL. The most tears shed in the EPL. He's number one. As, as a captain, he's supposed to be strong, supposed to be a leader. But he's the main guy wanting about every single call, every single pick, every single play that goes against him. He whines. That's a strike against him. Rashford, bro, listen to me. You're my guy. I nearly got your jersey last year. But you ain't, ain't it, bro. You ain't it. I think he has to go. He has to go. We need to sit here and 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 sell his sell him while his 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 value is high. Because he's a classic front runner. When things are going well, they go really well. When things are going bad, he just mopes and does not make a difference. Uber talented player, great player. Again, I'm a fan of Rashford. I'm, I'm, it, it pains me. To talk bad about him. But the proof's in the pudding. One goal, one assist. 700 some odd minutes. So we can't we can't sit here and just be be dumb and say he's perfect when he's he's actually part of the problem. He's actually part of the issue that we're having. Now I see reports that Tony Cruz is being offered to Man U. Watch we sign that guy. Yep, watch we sign Tony. That's a typical guy. Real, Real realized we're a bunch of dumb suckers that fall for this pause, that fall for all these these um, dumb offers. They sold us Casemiro, who's who's has to which has to be replaced. Nah, bro, this they this can't stay this way. Like it, it can't continue this way. We can't sit here and say no, it's not the coach, it's the owners, and continue to. This is week nine. This is match day nine, bro. Ten. And I'm done with this team, bro. The the league is not a a third of the way through. And I'm tired of this crap already, bro. We know how this movie is going to end, guys. We know what's going to be the result. So why waste our time? Why sit here and and find a way to try to... um, uh, you know, find a way to 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 waste my time and your your time, knowing how this movie's going to end. The movie's going to end with us losing. Us losing. Because right now, are you, are, you, are we sure that Man U is not is better than than Chelsea? Are we sure that we're better than 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 uh, West Ham? Let's be honest. We played Brentford. We played Palace. Palace beat us. Brentford, we need a um a miracle from um Scott Holland over here, Scotty Holland out of here, Erling McTominay, for us to sit here and get a win. Man, I, 
I told myself that I was not going to let myself get this way. I got this way. Do you know how many goals we scored this year, guys? 11. Three of those goals came from Scotty McTominay. 11 goals, guys. Three of those goals came from Scott McTominay. One came for Harry, Harry Maguire. And it was sad. I can remember all of our goals. We sat here and no one's getting better. So at what point can we stop blaming the ownership? This is not a Glazers issue. The Glazers, the issue with the Glazers is going to prevent us from getting to Man City's level. That that spot from because right now it's Liverpool, it's um Man City and it's everybody else in my opinion. Arsenal is one point five. They're not there yet. No one's worried about Arsenal. No one's worried about the Spurs. Villas, Villa, Newcastle is up and coming. They're still about a year or two away. But what's going to prevent us from getting on into the same room as Liverpool and Tottenham? Are the Glazers? It's just those nuances and those 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 shrewd, you know, that, that structure that we need. But I don't need the Glazers to be respectable against Man City. I don't need the Glazers to slap up Sheffield United. I don't need the Glazers to sit here and and slap up Brentford. I don't need the Glazers to sit here and play Crystal Palace. Yo, this freaking guy, this this guy who has a foot in the grave, the coach of Crystal Palace, freaking outsmarted our out outsmarted our own coach. He sat there in the mid middle of the week on a Wednesday night, played a bootleg squad. Had us coming here overconfident. The coach got him figured out, uh, and then he sat here during the during the that's that the Saturday during the league match and beat our team. How you how are you out coached by someone who's half dead? Their coach I don't know the goddamn guy's name. He's at least eighty five years old, but he outsmarted our coach, Mister Boy Wonder himself. I don't know. This coach has to go. We need we and, and the reason why the coach has to go is because we need a new culture. We need something. That that this is a losing, a losers mentality, a losers culture that we have. If we continue to stroll this garbage, this caca, out every week in front of fans, then we're losers, and we deserve what we get. So tell me what you think, man. I, I don't have anything else, guys. I, I don't have anything else left to share. You know, sorry for all the pauses. I'm just really, I'm I'm rattled. Because, like, I knew we were going to lose. But just to see this performance, come home from church. I, I And, and I, my son had a, a game today. Um, They won 6-2. I had more fun watching my, my 10-year-old's game than watching this game today. The, the, their coach. Some dude that has no idea about soccer because I'm co I'm actually coaching from the sideline, telling him what to do, but he still had more structure and more sense than Eric Ten Hag. Bro, I, I don't I don't know what else to say, bro. I don't have any more energy. I don't have anything left. This 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 is um it's tough. <laughs> it's tough, fam. But you know, tell me what you think. Please continue to um, see us on Twitter, see us on TikTok. Give us some feedback. Thank you for those who have been listening. We're growing 
very very well a lot of feet a lot of um listens and i appreciate you guys man but i i bro i don't know if i could do this podcast anymore i don't know if i could continue to share and and all of you guys who who are just looking forward to hear me in pain pause go kick yourselves die slow i hate you guys but everyone else thank you for listening man um I'm a lot at a loss for words. Like I, I wish I had more content, more to share, but I really am like I'm punch drunk. I'm 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 I have PTSD. I'm I'm bruised. Like I I can't do this anymore, bro. It's tough, man. And if 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 it's not the coach, if you guys think I'm I'm unfairly blaming the coach, yes, the players have something to do with them, a hundred percent. But they have no structure, no leadership, no direction. And you can't they could do but so much. For a guy came and told about it, it's the end of errors. It's time for his error to end very soon at Manchester United, bro. But I don't know, thank you for listening. Don't forget to share this with a friend. Post this on your social media page. Follow us on TikTok, Game Day Gospel. Follow us on Twitter, Game Day Gospel, and continue to get this word out. Thanks again for all the love and the support. I appreciate you guys. God bless you guys. Peace.